Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success as This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Just wanted to uh, hit you guys up and give you guys uh, an episode this week. Um, I'm going to probably maybe start kind of keeping my episodes a little bit shorter and maybe give you guys a little bit more content. Uh, it's just easier for me uh, to do this right here and to do it maybe even kind of back-to-back uh, from my own stand- standpoint and just give you just a couple quick things that might help you out because I was, I was just riding along this morning and I was dropping my kids off at the school and you know, there's a, there's a couple of podcasts that I listen to that come out on a very frequent basis and they're fairly short. They're fairly sweet, uh, for me because it just kind of gives me a little, you know, uh, shot in the arm. Okay, it's not like a very long uh, sermon message that you know, or long, you know, audio uh, uh, on success that you know might take me, you know, just because I'm in the car a lot, I listen to audios a lot. But you know, where that you know they, it takes me about you know three or four, I won't say days, but you know, just uh, you know, if it's, if it's an over a thirty minute audio. Uh, I can tell you it, it would take me a lot of times, you know, usually between I might be able to get it in, but then sometimes I don't get it in all the way. And, you know, I just I just had this sense that, you know, inside of me, the Holy Spirit saying, hey, man, you know, keep putting content out there. Keep uh, encouraging people to stay vitally connected to me, commune with me, you know, uh, be grafted into me and not wavering in that and you know you sometimes we just need that quick shot in the arm for that i mean i I know i just actually released episode uh i don't even know what episode it was but it was actually setting up for 2020 that episode was just my last episode i just launched and you know here i am i'm recording this episode as i'm driving up the road i just i got my little girl in the car back back seat she's watching some sort of show i just got done uh running by the distribution center that we um, we have all of our marketing products that we market uh, for our marketing business uh, that we need to pick up because we got some gifts and uh, some samples that we need to get out to people. So so anyway, we we just got a lot of stuff going on, and I just had this moment here where I've got about you know a couple of minutes here in the car that I want to just share with you guys. And you know, really, um, I tried. I actually recorded this episode or this topic um, a, a couple days actually a couple days ago, but I didn't get a chance to actually uh, send it out. So I want to do it real quick uh, with you guys. It was just a short um, message actually from my pastor, Pastor Jensen Franklin of Free Chapel. uh, And he did such a great job with this. And I thought it was just good to share uh, with you guys. And I'm just going to go kind of rapid fire. I might expound on one or two. There's five five uh, items here that I'll go over, but there might be a couple that I might 
expound upon, but not that many. But it's just some good things to think about um, in regards to the five ingredients of an anointed life. Okay, the five ingredients to anointed life. And I thought that um, the very first uh, ingredient, this actually comes from uh, uh, Exodus 30, verse 22. Um, and I don't know how far it goes down. I'm, I'm not reading it right now. I'm just driving. But it's actually the ingredients that actually goes into the anointing oil that the man of God or the priest of God would actually go and anoint, say, a leader or, you know, maybe the actual priest himself would be anointed uh, by, you know, his fellow uh, priest or whatever. But this was the ingredients to the anointing oil. And Pastor Franklin did a great job of kind of giving what uh, that anointing oil, what the ingredients are, you know, for that, but actually making it up so that it's an anointed life. All right. Because I believe that, you know, you will go much, much further. And please hear me when I say this. Uh, in life, you will go further, easier. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say it, it will be easy. I'll, I'll say it'll be simpler. I won't say it'll be easier because you're still going to have to put your flesh down uh, and renew your mind. Um, but <clears throat> you can go further with the anointing and having an anointed life than you can with you know any of these any of these ingredients being left out can obviously sabotage you having an anointed life okay so let me just say it that way you know having all these ingredients in your life is going to set you up again for having an anointed life now grin you again you have to apply the anointing in your life okay in whatever area that God has called you to but i promise you it will definitely be a blessing. So the first ingredient that uh, actually is in that Exodus 30 verse 22 is actually myrrh. And real quick on the the ingredient of myrrh, you know, Pastor Jensen Franklin talked about how that it is a sense of meekness, okay? Meekness or submission to God's will. And I think this is just a, you know, the very first uh, um, element here or ingredient you know, is for you to actually be okay with God's will for your life, that you're willing to humble yourself. That doesn't mean you're, and what I mean by meek, meekness is not somewhere, something that, you know, you're just all woe is me or, you know, kind of false humility or, you know, you think yourself as pond scum and, you know, you're just an old sinner saved by grace and, you know, you, you're not worthy of anything. But let me tell you guys, you know, meekness is a quiet confidence, okay? A quiet peace about you that you're confident in where God's taking you, but you are submitting yourself to the will of God, okay? Number two, sentiment. And this is uprightness. And this basically is really kind of revolving around standing for the truth, all right? That wrong is wrong and right is right. Okay, and you stand for the truth. Okay, this is this is just something you might hear my little girl talking in the background, but this is something that you have the upright tree. Okay, and where that you turn your back on what is not right. Now I, I can just give you a, a quick scenario in my life. When I was in college, 
Um, I remember the very first uh, team meeting that I had as a track and field athlete with a track team at Coastal Carolina University. When I was with that team, I remember the first meeting, and at the end of the meeting, the, all the you know guys that were on the track team kind of got together, and all the seniors were like, "Hey, man, we're going to go out and you know do some partying, some having fun, and so forth like that." And you know they were inviting me to come along, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm totally cool coming along." And you know they're like, "Hey, man, you know you know we're going to drink some alcohol and so forth like that." And you know I just told them, I said, "Hey, guys, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Maybe I might be the designated uh, driver." but I don't drink. And man, when I told them that I don't drink, and then they later asked me, well, have you ever drank? And I told them, no, I've never touched a drop of alcohol in my whole entire life. Um, and I'm not saying alcohol is bad. I'm not saying drinking is bad. This is just a choice I made, but it's the percussions after you drink or what can happen after you drink too much alcohol. And they basically were like, so astonished that here I was not drinking. Well, I decided to not drink anymore, okay, or never drink, really, <laughs> do not drink anymore, what am I saying, <laughs> not drink, period, and then they even followed up with a question of, well, have you, you know, have you had sex before, and I told them point blankly, no, I've not had sex, and I'm a virgin, and they were like, I mean, totally, they couldn't believe it, I mean, they were like, oh my gosh, and so their whole entire goal that first year was to get me uh, drunk and laid all in the same night. That was, that was their, that was one of their missions that they told me that they're going to do, uh, for me. So, you know, I was a little nervous, but I was going to stay on my ground that I wasn't going to drink or nor, you know, have anything to do with another, you know, woman until I got married. <laughs> but I decided to stand what was right. And you know, what's interesting about that whole thing is that it comes full circle because at the very end of the year, one of the, uh, stars and the captains of our track team at the time, he came up to me. He was part of that group that was telling me that they were going to get me drunk and laid all the same all the same night. He came up to me at the end of the year, and he pulled me aside and he said, "Hey, hey, Tyler, I just want to tell you something that you, I respect you. I respect the stand, the you know you doing what was right, and not succumbing to our peer pressure. I respect you very, very much for what you decided to do. And you know that meant a lot to me. And but it just meant, again, guys." that you have that cinnamon, which is cinnamon in, in this anointed life is you live a upright life. You live a right standing life. Okay. Let me move on. So sweet cane, sweet cane basically means bent low in humility. It's interesting that the plant, this uh, sweet cane, actually the, when the head of the actual uh, cane plant, the sweet cane plant, gets to fully ripened, the actual head of that plant bends low, bends all the way low to the ground. I thought that was just so fascinating when he went into that. So it's just humility, guys. It's bent low in humility. Now that doesn't mean, again, that you know, your, your uh, oh, woe is me, or uh, self-pity, that type uh, thought process right there. But it's basically where that, you know, you you have no problem getting your hands dirty. You have no problem rolling your sleeves up and actually serving someone. You have no problem doing that. You, you you're not above uh, doing any kind of grunt work or dirty work or you know helping somebody or serving somebody or getting your hands dirty. Okay, that is uh, that is one of the uh, things that the, an anointed life that will lead to an anointed life having that ingredient in your life. 
The fourth thing is CASA, uh, okay? I'm thinking of CASA, C-A-S-S-I-A, okay? And basically, it means inner cleansing, okay? Inner cleansing. And, you know, quite honestly, guys, this is a huge, huge thing right here. Uh, you probably have heard, you know, if your grandparents were, you know, ever telling you how they, if they got sick, you know, typically their parents and maybe even your own parents, they would give you uh, what they called castor oil. And all castor oil uh, is, is this, this ingredient right here that will do some internal cleaning, okay, that will get you cleaned out. And, you know, you have to clean, if, if you want a, an anointed life, all right, then you have to clean the inside first of your life. So what you're doing in secret, can it be talked about in public? If it can't be talked about in public, then you know what? You might need to clean up some inside job. I mean, is, is success and significance in the Christian world, in the walk, you know, and living this uh, victorious life that we're, that we're, that God, that Jesus gives us, it, ha it all starts as an inside job, okay? You have to renew your mind. You have to, um, you know, get rid of all the bad habits that might be happening in your life and say no to those things, okay? Um, so so I, I just lay that out there as number four. Number five is the main ingredient of them all, okay? And that is olive oil. And olive oil, what olive oil represented was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit being able to be poured all over all those other ingredients to make it all come together. You have to have Holy Spirit as part of your uh, daily regimen, daily you know devotion of, of actually getting a fresh anointing on your life to actually receive from the Holy Spirit. So that guess what? You can be a candidate for an anointed life, all right? The Holy Spirit, and I, I could go ahead and tell you, the Holy Spirit is, is a day-to-day moment, moment, moment. He's a person that is in my life, that is my standby, that is everything. And he is uh, my guide, my standby, my counselor, my friend that helps me out throughout my day-to-day -day, uh, life. And this is, you know, it's, it's not a, this is something, you know, th these ingredients have to be applied on a daily basis, by the way. You can't just sit there and think, oh, well, you know, I apply them one time and that's it, all I got to do. No, 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 no. So, Success Edge Community, I've talked long enough with this. I just want to give you that uh, little five ingredients of an anointed life right there. Hey, if you feel led to partner uh, with me, uh, the Success Edge podcast, if you feel led to partner with me financially, I'd ask you to go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart, okay? So Success Edge, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.